You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Which pitching prospects will make an impact in 2023? Find out next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. Today is Thursday, December 15th. I am Frank Sample, joined by Scott White, and we've been talking a whole bunch about pitching prospects. And just so you know, the top two for redraft leagues are probably Grayson Rodriguez, who I spoke about last week with the Welsh, and Hunter Brown, who I will be speaking about on Saturday with the Welsh. So let's talk about a few other names here, Scotty. Cade Cavalli with the Washington Nationals. Big fastball, lots of strikeouts questionable control, which obviously could hurt your whip. What are you thinking about Cade Cavalli here in 2023? Yeah, his, his uh, prospect stock has is, is kind of been a roller coaster ride the past couple of years, including just last year. I mean, his final numbers at AAA were not especially impressive. Uh, in a 371 ERA, you know, that's, that's not going to get anybody too excited. But miserable start to the season. Uh, for Cade Cavalli, over his final uh, 13 starts, actually, he had a 2.10 ERA at AAA. So pitched much more in line with what we expect from a top prospect. Didn't look great the one start he made in the majors. Uh, but seems to be a favorite for a rotation spot for the Nationals and has enough upside that I think you could justify taking a late-round flyer on him. He's not... He's not uh, one of the pitching prospects I'm most excited about, but the thing about pitching prospects is it's really hard to know ahead of time which ones are going to hit and become a, a major fantasy asset and which ones are quickly forgotten. Cavalli could go either way. Let's throw two more names your way here, Scotty, both from the Arizona Diamondbacks, Dre Jamison and Ryan Nelson, who we saw come up late last season and perform very well in a limited sample size. They're also kind of both poster children, poster child, childs of... Diamondbacks pitchers not performing well in the minors because of very offensive, heavy environment, and then coming up and pitching really well at the major league level. We'll see if, yeah, we can, was, if they can continue that, but what do you think about those two? It, it was kind of amazing, specifically at AAA Reno, which is uh, in in the Pacific Coast League, very hitter-friendly league. Uh, Ryan Nelson last year had a 5.43 ERA, and Dre Jamison had a 6.95 ERA. They come up and they immediately shut down the Dodgers and Padres. It just so happened that's the first team each of them faced and uh, looked great in doing so. Dre Jamison's the one I have more confidence in. I think there's more strikeout potential there. I think he has a fuller arsenal. Uh, Ryan Nelson is, is very fastball dependent right now. Um, but they're both the kind of pitchers you could draft late, especially in a points league where... Rosters tend to be deeper with starting pitchers. Jamison's the one I'm most excited about, though. All right. I've got two more pitchers from the same team. The Oakland A's, Ken Waldachuk, and the newly acquired Kyle Muller. Ken Waldachuk, great minor league number, Scott, but kind of does it in a different way. He's got deception. Not really sure if that's something that translates as well at the major league level. Kyle Muller, big strikeout upside, but like Cade Cavalli, does struggle with control a little bit, so you have some question marks there. Uh, are you looking to draft either one of these two late in 2023 drafts. Yes, but again, it's not like every single draft. It's more drafts where you go pe- d- deeper into the pitching pool. Uh, they, they both have upside. Muller, 
I, I think I might be a little higher on him than the consensus. He never really got a fair shake with the Braves because they just always had arms ahead of him in the pecking order. But a lot of spin on the fastball, two good breaking balls capable of generating whiffs. And uh, control was a big issue for him earlier uh, um, for most of his minor league career. But at AAA last year, 2.7 walks per nine. That's something Kyle Muller can work with. Uh, Waldachuk, yeah, he's he's kind of an odd one because the the K per nine has been amazing throughout his minor league career, but the stuff when it suggests a big strikeout rate, so it, he has that deceptive lefty thing going on, and uh, sometimes that translates to the majors, sometimes it doesn't. Obviously, he's not going to get much help with his supporting cast in Oakland, so uh, my enthusiasm for him is tempered, I would say, but there would there could come a point where I take him just as an upside play. I would say somebody like Dre Jameson, I prefer to both of these athletics pitchers. All right, last name here, Scott. I didn't prep you for him, so I hope you're ready. Hayden Wisniewski with the Chicago Cubs came over from the Yankees in the Scott Efros trade. And another one where this, the sample was very small, but he was great. 2.18 ERA, 0.94 whip, over 33 innings pitched with the Cubs last season. We'll see if he has a, a job uh, out of the gate on opening day. But if he does, I think there's a lot to like with Hayden Wisniewski. Yeah, he could. He could have a job. Um, there, there's definitely room for him if he makes a strong enough impression, if the Cubs are willing to go that way. Uh, pretty good ground ball guy. I don't think he's going to be a big bat misser. He wasn't in the minors either. But, you know, we're, we're at a, a point in, in the majors with the changes to the ball the past couple years where I don't think you necessarily have to be a huge strikeout guy to be a uh, very useful pitcher in fantasy. Uh, and I think Wes Nesky could fit into that category. So uh, another person who I'm considering in that range, I, I'd probably prioritize him over the two athletics pitchers, Waldachuk and Muller as well. All right. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. Thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Saturday. Bye-bye.